I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, Finding Yourself in Life's Little Moments. Hi, dear listener. So it is a evening here on the outskirts of Sydney, Australia. And I just walked out to my little balcony. And across the street from my apartment is a very tall palm tree. And whether it's nighttime or daytime, the long palm fronds tell me about the weather and I could tell from how they're moving that there is a stiff northeast wind coming off of the ocean so it's dark out the wind is blowing quite strongly and I'm here in the quiet of my little home. And I wonder, you know, if you're finding as I am that the days, the nature of time and of the days is changing. There's something about now allowing that change to take hold. Life has become very simple. In just a few short weeks, it's changed enormously. And here in Australia, we're really required, like in most places, to be at home unless we're shopping for essentials or going to the pharmacy or to a doctor's appointment or getting exercise. And it's that latter point, the exercise part, that I think for me is like a buoy in the ocean. And the last uh, podcast that I made, or the one prior to that, I have to have to look, was called Homecoming. And in that podcast, I read a poem that I'd written when I was 16 that up to this point had no title. But it was about finding one's way back finding one's way not even really back but to like a new place rising in a bubble from the bottom of the ocean and I feel that these days for me now there's a kind of dissolving that's happening so 
I'm inspired to read that poem again because I can't help but notice that what I described all those years ago, decades ago, is coming to pass. And perhaps, as I am, you're finding that in some way your life is becoming redefined. And it feels to me, you see, that life is now beginning to redefine me rather than me defining my life. And I think that's a hugely significant difference. It's a hugely significant difference. That life would become a force that is moving me into something new. And versus, which is so often the case, life being a function of one striving to achieve, to plan, to determine, to map out the parameters, the aspects, the details, all of the things that one feels one must do or should do to survive. I say that in the same breath, hoping that you're okay, hoping that you're well in this somewhat uh, very uncertain time, unprecedented time, certainly. But I'm really struck by the difference now as life begins to reform me, to form me anew. And it's in that light, in that context, in that breath, that I felt compelled to reread, to read again the poem that I'd written so long ago, a poem that I've now titled Homecoming. Because you see, dear listener, I'm lucky. I feel very blessed to live very close, just a stone's throw from the ocean. And one of the things that I can do is to walk. The beaches here at this moment are technically closed, but if you are out exercising, running or walking, or even swimming or surfing, you can make use of that grand space. You can become close to the ocean in ways that may feel new. So 
the stretch of beach that I live near is a mile and a quarter in length. So to walk the length of it back and then back again, to walk down and then back is a total of two and a half miles. And I do it walking at the very edge of the water. So in bare feet that scalloped edging rising up and moving towards me submerges my feet as I walk and then falls back and then comes towards me again and then falls back. And it's become a kind of beautiful meditation to walk like this. Because you see, the water has never been clearer, cleaner, blue, green, clear. The bubbles clear, the effervescent foamy edges of the sea. That's my companion as I walk, the extent of this beach up and back. And I'm really amazed, you see, because when I wrote this poem when I was 16, poem that I've now called Homecoming, I describe exactly this experience, even though I didn't live near the sea at all. But somehow my imagination conjured it. And in the poem, I talk about the many currents dancing out at sea coming in to playfully lap at my feet and tickle my toes. Seawater, I wrote, washes up with scalloped arms, reaching, reaching, and then disappearing into the sands. Bubbles laugh with the sunshine and catch my eye in a smiling glint. They leave me wondering and watching. Now, dear listener, those words describe perfectly what is happening now. All the decades hence, from when I penned those lines. And it's an amazing feeling the seawater washing up over my feet. There's a kind of sense of dissolving into the vast expanse of space that is the ocean. Because you see, from where I walk that line, 
those scalloped arms of the water, the edge, the frothy edge. From there, out to the horizon is one vast, uninterrupted expanse of space. So in this experience, when I talked about life reforming me, I feel that that beautiful time each day walking along the scalloped edges of the water is dissolving the edges of my life as I've known it. It's a very interesting experience. It's like dissolving into the place that we call Earth, our home. It's a little hard to describe, but I feel like I'm becoming one with that space, that uninterrupted space, that vast expanse of sea held between the scalloped edges at the shore and the horizon line in the distance. And it's a beautiful thing to realize that there's not a whole lot else I have to do except to let that space reform me. And that somewhere on the other side of this, a new life is being created, you know, through this, a new life is being created. So I really feel, dear listener, that if we allow ourselves in whatever way whether one lives near the beach, near the sea or not, one can feel life, feel the workings of life moving into the realms of our existence, realms that had previously been determined by us through effort, planning, schedules, everything that we do and have done, so much of what has actually fallen away in these days of this pandemic. So much has fallen away So, I think I'll read this poem then, once again, because it's about being subsumed and carried and buoyed. It's about homecoming. 
And now I see and feel and hear and say that word. Sensing something really different. It's no longer about making some predetermined existence, like I said, but about actually letting go into what is trying to form me, to move me into a life new, unknown, beautiful, that's my sense instinctively, that there's something about being carried, finally letting oneself be carried. So this is the poem, dear listener, I'll read it again. And like I said, I hope this finds you very well wherever you are. I hope that in whatever way the force of nature can touch your life and move over you with its innate sense of a purpose so much bigger than ourselves. Whatever form that might take, the wind as it is blowing tonight, the skies and the clouds moving, the sun making its way across the sky or the moon, the stars, the grass and the breeze moving gently, like the waters moving here gently. We're so connected. This life is so connected across the earth. That's what we're able to see now and feel. Intrinsically interconnected life, web of life of which we're a part and the force of that now that can move us, move us into a new world. So here's the poem, I'll read it to you again. I called it Homecoming. I've gripped the shore so long, my dangling feet rising and falling in the tide, content to watch from afar the many currents dancing out at sea, coming in to playfully lap at my feet and tickle my toes. Seawater washes up with scalloped arms, reaching, reaching, and then disappearing into the sands. Bubbles laugh with the sunshine and catch my eye in a smiling glint. They leave me wondering and watching. I've slipped from the shore, am ready, thrust out to sea. I strain to wave to the dark caves and pines of the coast. The ebb and flow toss me in their grip. Still, I know not what I want. Still, 
I know not what I want. Tossed in my own tide of indecision, my thoughts and aspirations drift to the sandy bottom, become tangled in the nets of seagrass, and then swept up with the undertow are hurried away, suddenly abandoned, and left to float softly down, down. Down I watch the many crystal bubbles glowing in the muted emerald sea light. The carbonations sweep round in pools, traveling as one. Only that I may temporarily live in the caressing whirlpool. My thoughts bounce among the playful bubbles I wish to touch every one. Hold each illuminated globe, but still I must seek finality in a single special sphere, and with it sanctuary from the surging, searching currents. Enclosing it, finding the warmth of its rainbow radiance. I add my glow to the illumination. I enclose it. I become enclosed. And with the tiny pocket of sea breeze, I rise steadily to the surface. So, dear listeners, I'm reading this poem 45 years after I wrote it here by the ocean, now living a life that's ramped down many, many, many degrees quieter, many degrees slower, many degrees more contemplative, more meditative. And I think about the metaphor that I used, you know, of being enclosed by a tiny pocket of sea breeze. And now that pocket of sea breeze, dear listener, feels like the world. The world is enclosing us in the most beautiful way. If we allow it, we can dissolve into the enclosing of ourselves by this world, by the magnificence of its beautiful presence. We can enclose it and become enclosed. And with it, as it moves upon us and forms us anew and makes of our lives something new, something completely different, we can rise steadily to the surface. <laughs>